Against the Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you from El Camp Facilities with Spaghetti and Meatballs Behind the Glass, Babyface Joel Solomon, and my Wizards of Wagering, my Gurus of Gambling, my Barons of Betting, my Overlords of the Odds, the Degenerate Trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the Parlay Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Big, big game last night, Parlay Kid. I will talk to you other two bozos in a second. First, I want to speak to the Parlay Kid. Fellow Cowboys fan, congratulations. This is an NFC East winning clinching party, Parlay Kid. I don't know if the other two know about it, but 41-21, we beat up on the Eagles. It wasn't even that close. By the way, I will give you guys some credit, Brother Bri, uh, Harry. We gave out winners all over the place. I had over 27.5 points for the Cowboys. You had uh, Cowboys minus three, Parlay Kid. We had Pollard over 30 and a half. Zeke over 14 and a half carries. Dak over one and a half touchdown passes. You won with that. What a thrashing. What a thrashing. And yet, Parlay Kid, I think as long as Mike McCarthy patrols those sidelines, I think every other team has a shot to win this division. This is true, Sal. Don't forget I had Zeke anytime touchdown scorer plus 110 as well. Uh, Winners all over the place, but you're right. The clock management again at the end oh. of the half left so much to be desired again. Uh, you know, y- youngsters. The referee, Paul, like the referee was, was in his face, basically like, are you sure? Are you right. sure you don't want to call well, a timeout? I'm giving you an opportunity. I'm, I'm not here for my health. I'm I'm approaching you. Call a timeout here. Stop. And, and, and unfold and your my, arms and do something. I agree, yeah. Sal. So we'll just harp on this one negative and we'll move on right. to positive. You got it. But, I'm good. But the, the thing is, don't you call the timeout after second down when it's third and 24? You have to have enough confidence in your defense that right. you can get off the field there on third and 24. Get the ball back and ice this game before the, before halftime. And instead, we don't call any timeouts. It was mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. McCarthy gets away with it again. Um but I, it'll sooner or later, it's going to cost us, the road. right? Yes, for sure. For sure. But anyway, two and one. Uh, we should beat the Panthers next week. I, you know, what I, the Eagles should lose to the Chiefs. I don't think they're going to lose three in a row. I, I like what I'm seeing from this team. I don't care that Elliott, uh, you know, nice game for Elliott, like 116 combined, you know, a couple of touchdowns. And uh, I, I don't mind that he's splitting the duties with Pollard, right? Pollard at 60 yards. Like Maybe the other players mind because he's making – a lot more money than Pollard, but I like splitting it up. Dak, 21 for 26. The defense, but we bullied them on both sides of the line of scrimmage. I don't know uh, I don't know what else to say. It was a thrashing. We sure did. And when he, when, if you want to talk about the running back situation, it's working. So mm-hmm. you keep using this. You got, you got thunder and lightning in the backfield. Yep. I mean, Zeke is running in between the tackles hard, hard. Uh, and Pollard, he's, he can go inside or outside. And he's got a little bit more uh, jets on him, but they're really making a nice combination. So you stick with it. I I don't think anybody can be angry. Hey, and this this might prolong Zeke's career a little bit anyway mm-hmm. if he's not carrying the ball 25, 30 times a game. So I, I, I like what I'm seeing. Uh, the the play calling has been outstanding. Kudos to McCarthy. Well, everything worked. It, it helped. It helped that every single play worked. Everything worked. Really, it, I mean, right? Like everything. More, more has been matter. great. His play calling's been great. I loved yeah. it that they went for it on fourth down from like the two or three. Even though yeah. Dak missed like three wide open guys to start with right. that play before hitting Wilson. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so this is a team that has there's guys missing on this team. They they yeah. they're only going to get better if the if these guys stay healthy and they get guys back. And we've said this from day one, and we there's no reason that this team isn't running away with the NFC East. No reason. Got to be McCarthy's the only reason, and it's, if they're unhealthy. But yeah, you're right. You're right. They're really as a unit, as a team. This yeah. is uh, their heads and shoulders and, above everybody else. I, I hate to jinx it, and I already I, said well, that look, a tweet that said it, they're they've won the division. But whatever. It, it is. What's how we should feel good. I mean, this division is no good. Um, right. Their defense, and I've said this from day one under Dan Quinn. There are some holes, Sal. They do have yeah. some holes. They give up some big plays, but. This is a defense that's creating turnovers and it's pressuring the quarterback. They might not be getting a lot of sacks, but they're generating mm-hmm. some holding calls. Um, having Gregory and Parsons, I mean, this guy is a, a a dynamo. He has a motor that will not stop. This kid came out, he looked like he was hurt, back within two yep. plays. You right gotta love in. his effort and his will. Um, but they, you know, there are some holes, but at least they're creating turnovers and digs. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Uh, what pro football focus says about whatever that publication is. They had him like ranked mm. as, like the 75, 75th best rated defensive back. Playing he hard. is a shut down corner. Boy, oh boy, is he good. Is he good? It's looking good. We're, we're way too excited about this. We should move on and let the other two speak here. <laughs> it's been, it's been a while. Let's move on to, uh, so it's Tuesday. We always try to find a, a player prop, a season long player prop that has changed. The odds have changed, and for offensive rookie of the year, I don't know. Can Micah Parsons win that? I feel like he's all ah, over the ball. He, he used to play running back in high school. Be able to win. <laughs> Give it to him. But uh, to start things off, Jamar Chase is now the favorite at plus four fifty. We have the four quarterbacks who are combined one and ten. We mentioned this yesterday: one and ten against the spread. So I was I was certain it was going to be a quarterback that won this award with so many starters coming out. I don't know. We maybe we haven't seen Trey Lance yet. We haven't seen the best of him, but um, I don't know. Does he get it? I don't know. How do you guys feel about offensive rookie of the year? Jamar Chase four to one. Mac Jones plus four fifty. Trey Lance plus seven fifty. Fields nine to one. Lawrence nine to one. Najee Harris ten to one. Parlay kid, which way are you going with any of this? Oh man, this is very difficult. I just I. I in the end, I just unless Chase's numbers are exceptional, I just don't know if they go that way. But the way these quarterbacks are playing, I mean, who would you choose? Uh, Chase has two hundred and twenty yards, four touchdowns, sixteen targets. Fine, it's good. He got in the end zone. Not a great day, right? Sunday, it's more but he about got his in the end zone. Than anything else for Chase right now. Yeah, but Pitts is nowhere to be found. And like I said, these quarterbacks, maybe you take a chance with Trey Lance at plus seven fifty, thinking that. That could be a double-digit win team, and he could be their quarterback. Not yeah, overly I, impressed with Jimmy. You Jim. know, so I'll just stick with somebody I said a couple of weeks ago when he was plus four fifty. I'll ride with Lawrence. He's going to be in there the whole time. They, there's some of the numbers he's going to put up are going to be phony numbers because they're going to be behind by a lot in a lot of games, uh, and they'll throw they'll throw off. And he's got some decent receivers there. He's got a pretty good running back. I think in the end. He's still a guy that's going to be over 20 touchdown passes, close to 4,000 yards passing, and as long as he stays healthy. And you might look back, they won a few games, and we'll see progress. I think right now to grab him at plus 900 might uh-huh. be really good value right now. 
Harry, you disagree wholeheartedly. I could tell you're shaking. Your, your, your boobs are shaking. Everything's shaking right now. <laughs> Not good value, Danny. Stinks. Stinks. Seven picks. <laughs> Who are you going with? Seven picks through another Who? through a pick six yesterday on on Sunday. I mean, come on. The, the, their offense is kind of is, is garbage. Yeah, Robinson was a little was decent on Sunday. A little bit running the ball. Finally, they gave him the ball, but he's got he's, it, just the weapons that he has just can't create first downs. He's no good. Listen, I'm going to tell you guys. At, at 14 to one Rondell Moore from Purdue. Listen, he's got 162. I'm pretty yards. sure he had zero yards yesterday. Huh? We're very close to Hold it on. on Sunday. Yeah. Rondell Moore has 162 yak yards this season. Jamar chase 54 Moore has more receptions and more targets than more than uh, chase does cards are three and oh, and DeAndre Hopkins' numbers for Arizona have been sort of pedestrian so far through three weeks. Moore's uh, is the big threat for Kyler Murray. Moore at fourteen to one, I like. It's definitely uh, worth looking at a lot more than Trevor Lawrence uh, and his seven picks. I don't know if Arizona wins. You know, let's uh, see what they do this Kyler week Murray's, against the Rams. Kyler Murray's going to be up there for MVP. Hopkins is going to have numbers of 14 and one. All right, Brian, do you disagree with any of this? Uh, Well, what if uh, big Ben throws 4,000 times for the game to Najee Harris for the rest of the season? Yeah, right. Um, Yeah. He could be the focal (laughs) point of this offense. He may have to be. Uh, It's ridiculous. Although I know he's going to have no rushing yards. He's going to have a hundred and something catches, but yeah, no, I, I, I tend to agree with you, Sal. I think Trey Lance at those odds. I, I mean, just the way these other quarterbacks have looked, um, it's hard to hard to go with any of these guys because you know Wilson and Lawrence are probably going to throw twenty interceptions. Uh, Mac Jones probably the most realistic, although I don't know how many games the Pats are going to win now. But, but Lance know. is still even like as I mean, yeah, Jimmy G on Sunday night obviously made a couple of good throws late, um, but yeah, I just think eventually this is going to become. Lance's team and even in between right from now even if he doesn't start till maybe even a week six he might have a couple of big touchdowns over that span right because they're going to put him in they're going to put him in Uh still a few times a game so you might get a few extra scores and then all of a sudden when it's time to take over um you know I think again the rest of their team is good enough where they should win you know he should still win games so I don't know it's it's QB I'm so shocked by how bad all Four of I know. Mm-hmm. We really got spoiled with Burrow. You gotta, you gotta have talent around Herbert. your quarterback. I'm sorry, these guys can't do it on their yeah. own. Um, there's got to be talent around them. these teams. Don't they don't build offensive lines for these guys? Uh, you know, especially if you look at the Jets. I mean, they don't even have receiving talent around them. Uh-huh. Um, well, by the way, I, I I do like more. I've picked them up, but Harry's killing Lawrence. Coming oh. off a bad game, Moore had five total yards on Sunday. Five total uh-huh. yards. Still has a hundred more <laughs> yak yards than Chase and Darren. I will say that you you make a point. You got to have players around. You got to have offensive line around uh, your quarterbacks. And I will say that you're right, Lawrence. In that also when they picked uh, had that other first round pick. So dumb to go running back there. Why didn't they go offensive line when they know they needed to help him? Uh, it's very. Yeah. It's true. Good point. Yeah, you're not going to see at the end on this list. Well, you guys, Paul, you talked about the offensive line. Maybe there is something. I know it's it's been a little bit, you know, uh, it's split down the middle as to his effectiveness. But Penny Sewell's a hundred to one, and Rashawn yeah, Slater is a hundred to one. Too. He's been getting real good. Yeah, I, I you know what? On them. Honestly, Sal, those guys, 
I wish those guys would get talked up more. I mean, for these yeah. guys to come into the league and play offensive line, uh-huh. um, and you know that they just slot them in, and these guys are studs, they should be considered more. I mean, where do these teams? Who wins the Super Bowls? The teams that are good on the offensive and defensive lines win Super Bowls, and these guys need more recognition for it. That's for sure. So I'm looking, Parley Kid, the last time um, an offensive lineman won. Oh, man, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Let me see. I mean, I'm at the 1980. I'm going back. I'm, I'm still going. Nah. Yeah, well, it's like well, look, it's up to Orlando us Pace to start promoting win. this. Maybe we have a media platform here. Let's us start You're touting right. these offensive linemen for Offensive Rookie of the Year. You're right. We do have a media platform. Yeah. yeah. What did you say, Brian? No, no, I was just pace? saying if, if no, no. something like that couldn't win, then you're not. Oh, yeah. It's gonna did, be it could, though. Almost yeah. impossible. Although, yeah. Bill Frelick won it, Darren? No, none of those guys. I mean, you have a couple no. of tight, a few tight ends in there, but that's it. It's always running back wide receivers, quarterbacks. All right. Well, we'll be checking that out from uh, week to week. I like that the numbers change. Uh, Jamar Chase is an exciting player, but I don't know that um, he has 16 targets. We're basing on that, and already he's favored to win the award. Hey, let's talk Fandle here. After 20 years on the same sideline, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick meet this weekend as opponents. It's the GOAT QB versus the GOAT head coach, and you can be a part of the epic showdown with unbelievable odds on Fandle Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can win $125 on a $5 bet if either team scores a touchdown. Okay, that I think that's going to happen. I really do. 25 to 1 odds on any touchdown anytime during the Tampa New England game. Yes, you could do same game parlays. Do it all on the number one rated sportsbook app in America. It's easy to use, it's safe and secure. There's fast payouts. Sign up for FanDuel Sportsbook today using promo code against the odds and make your first bet one for the history books. Don't forget, use promo code against the odds so they know that I sent you. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you have a gambling problem, Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. The Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, yes, check it out. That is fandle.com slash against all odds. All right, we have a few minutes before Jen Piacenti jumps in here. Now, I want to go over our season futures bets in the major leagues, um, both good and bad. I have a whole, oh my God, I'm looking at these. I must have like 30 of them. I didn't even tell you guys about this. My, the one I'm most proud of right now, that's going to be funny when it loses, Trey Turner to have the most hits. Now, he was traded. Traded Turner at 11 to 1 odds. He's doing it. Heading into Tuesday, he has 184. Vlad has 183. Oof. What do I do, Bri? How do, what do I do? I have to bet Vlad's total bases <laughs> over it's true. every day it's this week, true. right? Is that, the, is that yeah. the way to do it? Or Turner Although, under yeah, or funny. something? Although you could lose that way too. I don't know. You can't do anything, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I know. I'm stuck. There's no way to, to get out of this. Um, the other one I'm proud of, St. Louis over 86 and a half. What a miracle. That's just a miracle win. Every year, eight, this team. Every 87. Year. They have 15 in a row. Insanity. They're going to make the playoffs. The Dodgers are probably going to have to face the hottest team after winning 100 games. 
Dodgers are going to have to face the hottest team. And, uh, and, uh, that's going to be a, like Wayne, Wright. That could, that could be Scherzer's first loss, right? That's going to be fun. Um, not one. I'm not proud of Sal Perez. I don't know what he took this year. We share the same name. I had him under 23 and a half home runs. I'm losing that. He's almost doubled it. He has 46, right? That's insanity. Uh, are there some that you guys are proud of brother? Bry, jump in. Uh, proud of, I don't know. I don't have, I don't have many. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I'm waiting on the White Sox. I had the White Sox over 90 and a half. So they have to go, they're 88. They're at 88. They need to go three and three in the next six to go over. Um, uh-huh. Should happen. I had the Cardinals to win the Central, um, which isn't happening, but uh, you got to love the way they're playing. Um, Fun one. Cole I had as the strikeout leader, plus 500 or plus 550, whatever it was. But, um, he uh, is seven back of Robbie Ray, that damn bastard. And, it looks like they're both only going to get one more start, I think. Unless all of a sudden, unless it's needed right. for Cole to go. I guess unless it's needed right. for Cole yeah, to go one game. extra game. Um, but uh-huh. my bad one was uh, the Nationals to make the playoffs at plus 160. Oh, my God. Awful. Awful. All right. All right. Parley kid. What are some? Yeah, of I'll, I mean, I'll start with the, my, the ones I'm least proud of. Uh, I had Nationals over 84 and a half wins. Uh, they were a complete train wreck this year. Um, traded away pretty much any talent they had, which they should have done. That was the right thing to do. Uh, Angels to win the West. That I got a little too cute with that. Um, uh, Otani, even having the year he's having, uh, couldn't even save that team uh, from themselves. Uh, and then I got some to be proud of. I mean, I'm very, very proud of my next one. The Mets <laughs> not to make the playoffs. At plus 245. Mm-hmm. 245. I knew it's that not was so over easy. Yet. Not over yet. If you guys remember, <laughs> if you remember what I said, this, this Mets team always lets you down. It always happens. They did it again. They do it every single year, especially when there's hype surrounding them. There's hype surrounding the Mets. You know it's not going to happen. So at plus 245, very happy about that. I. Sal, up until a week ago, Abreu to lead the majors in RBIs at 20 to 1, I gave out. Mm-hmm. Well, he's now like four behind the leader, Perez, on uh, Kansas City. He hasn't had an RBI in like seven straight games, Abreu. The White Sox don't, I don't know if they're going to start resting guys, uh, which they might. They've, I don't know really what where they can go in the playoffs right now in terms of changing their position at all. Maybe they can. Maybe it's the only reason why to play. Brian, you maybe could look that up if there's something to play for there for the White Sox. Yeah, look that up, Brian. <laughs> and, uh, and I do have the Yankees to win the World Series. I took the Yankees to win the World Series. They have a shot. It's, it's, no. They're a long shot right now. They're going to have to get through. A, well, they're going to get there, get through a wild card game. But there's something, the way Stanton and, and is uh, just, he's been so clutch for the Yankees. This year, yeah. the playoffs last year, uh, maybe he can carry yeah, them a little bit. Teams need to be bit. smarter. They need to be smarter pitching around him. I don't know what they're doing with with Stan, but yeah, oh, make I sure mean, you make the playoffs geez, first, though, Darren. Make sure you make. We got to make the playoffs. Whoa. Look, it's it's it's. We got it. You got some big games with Toronto coming up, so that's huge. Look out for the Mariners. Uh, but look, it's been it's exciting to play meaningful baseball at this time of the year. It's exciting. Their bullpen is shaping up a little bit. This guy Holmes is pretty nasty. They got him from the Pirates for. For a song and a dance. For so. nothing, of course. Nothing. They get everyone for nothing. We yeah. get it. 
Uh, all right, Harry, you uh, you had uh, I remember us laughing at you, Mondesi, like you gave it out, like this is a five star pick to minus two hundred to I, lead in stolen bases, and we're like, what the hell are you doing here? And how'd that go? I did love that one. I did love Mondesi stolen bases. Um, he did lead last year. He finished second the year before, but uh, right before the season started, he was injured for quite some time. Uh, right. So he's only played in 29 games this year and has 13 stolen bases. <laughs> so that was a bad one. That's Another bad one I had was the point. After the first month, the Padres looked like maybe the best oh. in baseball. And then after that, yeah. it's just been a nightmare for this team. They had great pitching. That's been bad. Machado and Tatis a week and a half ago arguing in the dugout. Chemistry. What a disaster. That team's yeah. been right. Exactly, Darren. But I did <laughs> But I did have Cardinals. How you mentioned, I did have the Cardinals over 87 wins. What a run they've been on. So that's a win. And I had uh, Atlanta. I gave out the Braves plus 140 for the East. Huge series in the middle of the week uh, this week against the Phillies for the East. So I got them at plus 140. And I may not have given it out this year, but let's be honest here. Let's be honest. I was the one who put Robbie Ray on the gambling map when it comes to baseball. Did you really? Yeah, I really was. Wow. What was that? <laughs> I was a, I was the only one who had faith in Robbie Ray. When he was with the what does that mean? Had faith with him? You never put a dollar on him. What kind of faith? I did two years come ago. on and say and, something. And it was ago. last year. I mean, <laughs> how, how can we be taking credit for a guy this year? Well, right. that you I'm hyped up credit. last yeah. year. Well, I'm taking mm-hmm. credit and then got off the train the, this nobody, year. Like nobody would have heard of Robbie Ray if it wasn't for the H dog. <laughs> <laughs> no one would have heard of him <laughs> two years ago, and then you forgot about him. All right. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Uh, all right. I have a few more. I, I know we got uh, only a couple minutes here, but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, babyface Joel Solomon is, 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 is uh, <laughs> he's reeled over in pain laughing at you. What do you think, babyface? I mean, this is like, this is like someone taking credit for, uh, for d- dating someone before they were famous and then like taking credit. Like, oh, I, Scarlett Johansson, I, I I'm not dating her now, but in high school. <laughs> Yeah, remember yeah. I used to say yeah. she was hot. Yeah. God, God bless Angie, honestly, for putting up with this guy. Angie, God bless Angie. She's on a, she's on like a, for a wife. What is it like? Wife budget on on a girlfriend dollar. Right. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, he put Angie on the map. Yeah. All right. A uh, couple weird. Just real quick, because um, we have Jen waiting. Uh, Giolito had for most strikeouts a plus nine fifty. He didn't miss a start and he ended up fourteenth. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, St. Louis to make the playoffs that was good. Cincinnati to not make the playoffs that was good. Degrom to lead in wins that was looking fine for a mm-hmm. minute. Mets over ninety wins not Crazy. good. Ended up with seventy three. Uh, Washington over eighty four and a half. They have, have sixty four. Uh, this is a bad one, Parley kid. You're gonna laugh at this. Mets plus four and a half wins over Yankees. 89 73 right now. But I, I do still like the older guys under. Forget about Sal Perez. I swung and missed on that. Uh, Nelson Cruz under 34 and a half. He has 31. Judge beat me at under 34 and a half. Not that he's uh, old. He has 36. At Chapman under saves 34 and a half. He had 30. Hosmer under 21 and a half. He had 12. Robbie Ray killed me, Harry. That was a spite bet against you. Under 10 wins, he ended up uh, with 13. Or probably will have more. But anyway, there you go. All right, let's bring Jen in now. All right, let's bring her in. She's here every week. She hits all the players, gives you the floors. She'll give you the ceiling. She's our very own Red Zone Realtor, <laughs> fantasy expert for Sports Illustrated, and for us, the Waiver Wired podcast host, Jen Piacenti. What's happening, Jen? Hey, you know, it's been a good weekend. Uh, and, you know, it's a 
Cowboys weekend and everything's good. I know. It's all very exciting. Now, you tried to tell everyone, Emmanuel Sanders, and I, I looked at the video. I watched it four times because I look for edits and stuff and fun little graphic things. And you say, Emmanuel Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders. So what do I do? Sunday morning, I take Emmanuel Sanders out of my lineup oh. and I put in Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro, who did okay. He had like 13 points, but it cost me. Hunter Renfro, not a bad move. And he's somebody I think people should look at for their waiver wire this week. But uh, Emmanuel Sanders was due. Uh, what did I do? What did I do? And I don't even like the Washington defense. I'm the first one to say, oh, they're overrated and everything else. I have a confession. For God's sakes. Go so, ahead. Um, you took him out of your lineup too? <laughs> I took him out of my DFS lineup once Cook was announced inactive. I switched him to Madison, right. which was good. But then I was like, oh, I don't need to save money anymore. And I started spending up for wide receivers. And somehow I accidentally took him out of my lineup. I thought I still had him in. So when he started going off, I was so confident. I opened up my fan duel. I was like, I'm going to be smashing. And I realized I uh, <laughs> out. That's the worst. So, yeah. The after worst. telling everybody to do it. So uh, my bad. Um. I will say this, though. We talked about kickers last week and whether they should even be on a fantasy lineup or it's a waste of time. I feel like you could get that time back in the draft. Not have to, Not that anyone gives it any thought. But Justin Tucker's 66-yard field goal, does that make you hate kickers more for fantasy or less? More. It makes me hate them more because now people are okay. going to say, see, they're totally worth it. And, you know, even in Scott right. Fishbowl this year, people are allowed to flex a kicker and you've got all these people out here saying, look, uh, you know, he had more points than Brandon Ayuk this week or whatever. And it's just full yeah. full. Don't fall for it. But fantastic. <laughs> Justin Tucker. Also, Justin Tucker sings opera. So. I'm oh, that's right. <laughs> you have that in common. Wow. You're going against your opera singing cohort, yeah. Justin Tucker. I forgot about that. I saw the whole real sports on that. All right. Big fantasy takeaways from week three. I imagine we should start um, with Christian McCaffrey's hamstring injury. You uh, a lot of Chuba Hubbard uh, pickups this week. Is it, how much is he worth on an FAAB? I mean, you probably want to bid, depending on if you're the McCaffrey owner. If you're the McCaffrey owner, you need to spend up because it's going to be three or four weeks probably of Chuba Hubbard or Chuba Hubbard mm. or Chuba Hubbard. I know. Everyone switched to Chuba. I felt yeah. it was Chuba for almost a year. It was. And now, it's and now it's Chuba. Yeah. I guess this is like the Robert mm -hmm. Tunyon Tanyan thing. Mm, yep. Uh, mm -hmm. But you need, you need to spend a lot, probably 30%. You need to go big, mm -hmm. 31. And remember, never bid in a round number, never bid $5, never bid $15, bid 16, bid 1650. However you can do it. Oh, I didn't, I'm hearing this for the first time. Really? You yeah. stay away from the round number because, because you're just going to, someone else is going to, somebody do that, else is going to do it. So if you, mm. you want to go 15%, go 16%. And if you have a thousand mm -hmm. dollar budget, you can go obviously in smaller increments, $512 mm -hmm. or whatever. But always be sure you do that. Never bid at the 99 either. Just go over 101. Don't go 90. Wow. It's worth it. All right. Do you tip your waitresses and waiters that way too? Do I got the guy next to me is tipping <laughs> I mean, $10. I, tip my I have to go by telling them to start Emmanuel Sanders. That's right. Those kinds of tips. I see. That's probably, <laughs> right. that's more valuable in the, in the long run. All right. Hey, did you see uh Saquon Barkley scored a touchdown? I, I thought I was imagining it myself. <laughs> I but. did. And, and seeing as how he was really the only one left, I'm glad that he could come through. What the only one left? What on the Giants? Edward was out. Slayton was out. Oh, oh like, I see. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So congratulations, Saquon. I actually really do hope Saquon is fine and healthy, but I just don't have high hopes for him staying healthy and being used as efficiently as he should be in this offense. So uh, if you talk 
you know, sell high, buy low, uh, you know, something I wish I had done with my Beanie Baby collection. Is Saquon at the top of your sell high list? I mean, he scored. Um, who knows when it's going to happen again? Are there any others that come to mind with the sell high, buy low? Yeah, Saquon's not a bad idea. Um, let me think. Sell high, maybe Joe Burrow. I don't believe that's going to continue. But uh, yeah, probably Saquon would be at the top of that list. Actually, I think maybe even Tony Pollard is at the top of that list. I think people are going a little too nuts for Tony Pollard. All right. So who should people be looking into? We've scoured the waiver wire. We right. mentioned Chuba Hubbard. Is there is there anyone else um, that jumps out at so, you? Chuba Hubbard, obviously. Royce Freeman, if you're in really deep leagues, because you never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, they said Matt Rule said he has the veteran presence. So put a little few bucks there if you need to. We saw McDavis be efficient in this offense. So it is really about the role, not necessarily the talent level, because look at what McDavis is doing now. Nothing. Um, uh-huh. Cordero Patterson continues to outperform Mike Davis. That's something Yeah, else. that's crazy. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Wide receiver, obviously, Manny Sanders is still available in like 80% of fantasy leagues. So don't sleep on that anymore. Wow. Um, Tim Patrick is still available in like 75% of leagues as well. And this blows my mind because we've been pounding the Tim Patrick drum for a few weeks now. He got into the end zone again, and now officially KJ Hamler is out. So there's even less targets in Denver. So that's someone you don't want to miss out on. Uh, And those would be my my top ones. Of course, there's a lot of other guys. You may want to look at Brandon Bolden in deep leagues. No James White. You may want to look at Giovanni Bernard because who knows what the lotto is going to be in Tampa Bay. Uh, But those would be my top. I would say Tim Patrick, Emmanuel Sanders, Choba Hubbard are probably the, the top three. Oh, and I'm sorry to say it, Harry, but if you need a quarterback. Robbie Ray. I was to be the lefty. Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold might be in the conversation because uh, with those two rushing touchdowns were impressive. I don't love Sam Darnold, but I'd rather have him than say like Zach Wilson in that spot, or you know, even Carson Wentz, who's a little hobbled. So, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Darnold become interesting streamers. On a there you go. Season. You don't have to say you're sorry to say that's a, he's good. A he's a decent quarterback now. He's on a decent team. That's it makes it, all it the did, sense. He had zero touchdowns in the second half against the Jets, but. Ah, oh, jeez. What were they winning that game by? What? A, what how much did you have to win five. by? All right. No, well, because they came back. It's the end, right? the to, I, I don't want to talk about after that. what we've seen after three weeks. Hey, Jen, I want to go over your baseball picks. Okay. You like the Cardinals and Brewers to win the Central? Of course, only one of them does, right? But um, plus three ten, so you're gonna win that. Yay. Uh, what is this? Padres World Series? No. No. Seager MVP? No. Torres MVP? No. Uh, Chisholm Rookie of the Year? Nah. What happened? <laughs> Va- Vaughn Rookie of the Year? No. no. Uh, Freeman RBI leader? No. Uh, no. Brewers to make the playoffs? Nice. Astros to win the West? Yes. Braves under 91 that's and a half? That's, that's yeah. a winner. And Royals, this is a fun one. I don't even know if you're paying attention to this, Jen. Over 74 and a half wins. They need to go four and three this week. They can do it. Okay. You got to root for that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to root for that. Do you, um, I- I'm thinking of making a parlay with the Braves to win the East and the Giants to win the West because I'm now I'm done with the dot. I, 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 I know I'm all over the place, but that parlay that's a little, that's about even odds. I would do you it. Suggest that or yeah. you see anyone coming through. Yeah. I would do it. Yeah. All right. And what, why aren't the Red Sox pitching around Stanton? Like what the hell? What, I don't, <laughs> how hard is this? I don't know. I mean, and honestly, like how do you hit Joey Gallo when he's an automatic out? Like there's just a lot right. of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. A lot of guys. Yeah. He's dropping balls and everything. All right, Jen, thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Uh, splendid as always. 
We could see you on SI.com. You do it all, right? Yeah, I do it all. But don't forget Wednesdays live, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. Your fantasy football questions answered. I'll be taking questions. So you can send me your questions on Twitter or preferably join the live stream because it's a community project and we're going to have a lot of fun. We're all going to help each other out. We're going to help each other win. Yes, it's a community project. It's a, a nonprofit, right? That's right. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if we could say off. that. It's you and it's Eddie Spaghetti and you guys go live and you take questions. Jen Piacenti, thanks for coming on. I appreciate thanks, it. Thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, Jen. All right. Thanks, Jen. There you go. All right, there you go, Jen. Harry, how much you uh bidding on Chuba Hubbard? Not a lot. Not a lot. Still don't have, no. don't have a faith don't have a ton of faith in the Carolina offense to get rushing touchdowns. Wow. Really? That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Spaghetti and Meatballs for Babyface, Joel Solomon, the Jenner Trifecta. I'm Sal. Saying so long and happy handicapping.